Good morning, guys. How y'all doing today? You're listening to Peaceful Moment Podcast. I like that. This that's actually like really cute. Peaceful Moment Podcast. Peaceful Moment Podcast. Peace Mode Podcast. Peaceful Moment. Peaceful Moment Podcast. With Jordan Brown. Like that. Let's have a peaceful moment. Peace and blessings, y'all. Blessings and peace. Thank you so much for joining me for A Peaceful Moment. I am Jordan Xavier, the host and co-producer of A Peaceful Moment. Here on A Peaceful Moment, on the peaceful side of things, our goal is to invoke healing in the world by the use of storytelling and laughter. You can find us on Instagram at peaceful underscore podcast. The same thing on TikTok, peaceful underscore podcast. And we are on YouTube. So if you love to hear us, come see us. Was that good? Was that cute? (laughs) Did y'all? Did y'all like that? Ooh, it took me a long time to get that right, but here we go. Today on A Peaceful Moment, I don't have a lot for you guys. I have three things I want to talk about, and I want you to vibe with me. We are in 2023 at the moment. It is, what's today's date? It is January 26th, and I've been wondering, who can I have on the podcast? Who can I get to provoke change in the world? Who can speak a word like none other? It's me. I'm going to do that. So without further ado, let's get into it. There are three things I want to talk about right now. Do y'all hear the plane that's going over me right now? I'm actually at Tiger Lake Park in Davie, Florida. If you um, if you go on Google Maps, type in Tiger Lake Park. And I want you to see this huge, enormous park. I want you to see the fir trees. I'm lying. I want you to see the cypress trees. I want you to see the pine needles, the beautiful lake, the people walking. It's an amazing park. I just feel so peaceful, period, period. All right, let's let's get into it. There's three things I want to talk about today. Number one, being the chaos of life. Number two, acting opposite. And number three, letting go. So without further ado, let's talk about the chaos of life. If you experience the year of 2020, like I experienced the year 2020, go back to your memory bank and try to figure out what the hell happened. How did so many events occur and we had no clue how to deal with any of them? Chaos is defined as complete disorder and confusion. In physics, it's defined as behavior so unpredictable as to appear random, owing to great sensitivity to small changes in conditions. It can also be defined as the formless matter supposed to have existed before the creation of the universe. Let's talk about the chaos of life. 2022 was like a rerun of 2020, and I felt like I was completely out of control of my life. I felt like I was at the will of every new circumstance, every new life-changing event, and I felt myself falling deeper and deeper into like a like a black hole. I felt like There was no order in my life. And as I lost that sense of power that I thought I had in life, my confidence started to dwindle. Does that make sense? I felt like I wasn't a good man. I felt like I wasn't a productive part of society. I started shunning myself from the world, putting myself in like, oh my goodness, I was in such a dark place because I was just so torn up about the chaos of life. But one thing I learned is that nobody is immune to the chaos of life. 
Nobody is exempt from the chaos of life. Chaos will and can happen. There was no if ands or buts about it. Chaos is literally random events taking place with no explanation. So last year, when I woke up in the morning and I pulled out of my driveway and my neighbor smashed in the back of my car, I tried to find, figure out what was the reason for that. Why did this happen to me? What was that? What could, I, what could I have done to avoid that situation? And I'm not sure what you're going through, but I want you to understand that sometimes chaos is just chaos. Sometimes the storm blows a gust of wind in your direction and you're just in the middle of chaos. There's nothing you can do but wait it out. Now, when it comes down to chaos, listen, hear me out and hear me well. Let me get in my notes real quick. The key to living in a chaotic world is consistency. If you can train yourself to be a consistent force in the world, to be the singular point of peace, the world is not going to change for you. But what will happen is that you can have control over your emotions and your reaction and how you view things. You can change your mindset. Does that make sense? I want you to remember back in 2020, right? All that shit we went through. All the things that happened. People everywhere started making bread. People started learning new crafts. People was starting podcasts. It's your boy, you feel me? 2022. 2022 podcast gang. Everybody was back there finding something to make them feel like they were in control of their lives. Leaving yourself open to chaos leaving yourself vulnerable to the chaos of life is dangerous, not because we have lost control, because we have the mindset that we think we are in control. We've never been in control, y'all. We have never had control of this world. And the faster you learn that, and the faster you start to realize that your emotions and your viewpoint, your perspective is what matters, you'll be a happier person. Consistency is key, like I said. So when you're going through life and you, you present yourself with a goal, I want to walk every day. You know what I'm saying? You want to do, I don't know, I want to podcast every day. You feel me? Sometimes you're not going to be able to give 100% every single time. You feel me? Because there's chaos in this world. And we're people. We get tired. We get lonely. Sometimes I don't feel motivated. Sometimes I don't feel inspired. But consistency is key. Keep moving. The little steps count. The big steps count too. Keep fucking walking, y'all. Keep motherfucking walking. I remember one day last year, it was September, I think September 23rd, something like that. It was right around when I lost my car. Um, I was so defeated. Long day at work. Tired. My back was hurting. I just got in a car accident like two weeks before, so my back was in so much pain. I had a headache. I wasn't eating too healthy because, you know what I'm saying, when you don't have a vehicle, you can't just go to any restaurant and be like, I want this, I want a steak. No, I was getting Ubers every single day, spending, oh my God, $50 a day for about three weeks on Uber. Dog, my goodness. <laughs> my God. 
But I was, that night, I was so defeated. I felt so terrible. I woke up the next morning with the same burden on my back, feeling out of control of my life. And I just felt like crumbling. I felt like just not giving anything to the world. And I started crying. I walked to my car. Well, not to my car. I walked to the Uber with tears in my face. And I said, Jordan, get your fucking shit together. Pull your shit to fuck together. Get your shit the fuck together right now. Get your ass on this clock and make this fucking money. You know what I'm saying? Because the chaos of life will always be there. But it is up to you to change your mindset and change your perspective and to see how you can make today a good day, regardless of the chaos of life. Does that make sense? I hope it did. All right, fuck with me. Now, number two, acting opposite. Now, the whole time I didn't have my car um, was really crazy. I just started therapy with my brand new therapist. Oh my goodness. If y'all have not gone to therapy, highly recommend. My therapist is fucking top goddamn tier. He's a doctor in, I forgot what he's a doctor in, psychology, obviously psychology, you feel me? But he has like a, you know how they be like, oh, I'm a doctor in psychology with a concentration in yada, 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 bullshit. I don't know what the fuck my doctor studied, but he studied that gas. He studied that good shit. So my therapist, right, he taught me about something called acting opposite. And when you act opposite, you challenge yourself to act in a way you would not normally act, right? Great example. When I get irritated, when I get pissed off, if I have any emotion that is not happiness, I refuse to speak. If I'm uncomfortable in any type of way, I am unable to speak. And not because I don't want to talk to you, any, not because I don't want to talk to you, it's because I don't have the energy nor the willpower to do so. I don't want to talk. I can't talk right now. Please leave me alone. You feel me? And that's something I've struggled with my entire life. When I was little, I had a selective mutism. It's a whole thing. It's a psychological thing. You feel me? I couldn't talk. My point is, my therapist was starting to tell me, when you're in those situations, you have to be strong, strong-willed enough to force yourself to act in opposite. So usually if somebody pisses me off, I stop talking. I have to challenge myself to speak to that person either way. To get up off my ass and say, hey, I'm sorry for what I did to you or what you said to me was totally unacceptable. How you treated me and what you did to me was not acceptable. But at the same time, acting opposite can look totally different because I'm a type of person that I go out of my way to help people. So sometimes somebody will ask me for money and I'll just give it to them on the spot because I don't want to see people go without. Acting opposite tells me that I need to say, hell no, you ain't getting none of my goddamn African-American money. You feel me? You ain't getting this goddamn African-American money. So when I say act opposite, I want you to look at how you live your life. I want you to look at how you see your life and step out of your comfort zone in every situation. When you act in opposite, it's not ha acting opposite half-assed. You gotta be balls to the walls, both, foot, both feet in, 10 toes down. That, and you have to stand on what you say, stand on what you do. Acting opposite requires you to build new pathways in your brain, because you know your brain has synapses, you have synapses in your brain. The neurons in your brain connect to each other, 
and <clears throat> they find different pathways and shortcuts to get things done to communicate with different sides of your brain right when you act in opposite it allows your brain to create new pathways so by acting opposite you're literally you're literally creating a brand new brain for yourself you're giving yourself a whole new brain acting opposite requires you to be strong-willed enough to say i am not allowing my bad habits or my old habits to get in the way of who i want to be when i see myself right now i see a young man who is smart, who is funny, loving, kind, but also feeble. I see a person that has been hurt so much. I see a person who has been, who has been an enabler to the people that hurt him. Acting opposite teaches me and acting opposite allows me to show the world that I am greater than what you see. What you think you're going to get, you're not going to get from me. Because I force myself to move out of my comfort zone. I am not this little lamb that everybody loves. I am both the lion and the lamb. Acting opposite allows you to choose your own path for once. In life, we, we're on autopilot all the time. You know what I'm saying? Hey Jordan, how are you? I'm doing good. How you doing? I don't I didn't even think to ask myself actually how am I doing? Am I okay? Am I doing good? Shit. Goddamn. Shit. Am I doing fucking good? I'm not even sure no more. But because I've allowed myself to be in a place of autopilot, shit, it don't matter. I knew what my answer was, you feel me? We give ourselves these little shortcuts to make life easier. But life isn't supposed to be easy. This isn't a fucking video game, y'all. This is life. Act in the opposite and see where it can take you. Hopefully that made sense. There's a plane going on me, fuck. Fuck with me. I ain't got no plans for the weekend. Don't know what you was thinking. But I ain't got no drinks for drinking. I got some weed for smoking. Got some songs for listening. No, I don't got work in the morning. All right, last thing, last thing, last thing. Let's talk about letting go. I want you to think to yourself, what are you holding on to? Is it your family? What do you have your nails dug into right now? Is it your career? Is it your family? Is it your garden? Is it money? Is it a relationship? Is it a boy? Is it a girl? What do you, what are you holding on to? Now, I didn't say, what are you holding on to that you need to let go? I'm just saying, what are you holding on to? Think of all the things you are holding on to and make an inventory list of the things that I am gripping onto right now. Things that I will not let go of. Think of all those things. I want you to imagine yourself dropping all those things. Let go of it. Your family, let go. Your dog, let it go. I want you to visualize them. Like, if it's your dog, if you love your dog so much, Imagine yourself with your dog, giving them the best goddamn hug ever and let them go and let them walk away in the distance. The reason why I brought up let go is because in 2022, I had a staph infection, right? Um, I had a staph infection that ultimately turned into a huge abscess on my leg. I don't know if y'all know what an abscess is. Um, trigger warning, 
this story might be a little weird, you feel me? But I'm going to do my best to be as vulnerable and transparent as possible. An abscess is a little bubble under your skin filled with pus and blood, and it's a way for your body to contain an infection before it spreads to other parts of the body. So it doesn't get to your bloodstream, basically, right? So I had an infection on my leg. Um, it was on my thigh. And it started off as a little bump. It was no bigger than like a mosquito bite. Day one, it was like a little thing. Day two, it had a white head on it. So I was like, okay, bet this thing about to go away. We good. Day three, it started to hurt. I was like, oh shit, this thing hurt. And it didn't pop. Day four, it was bigger. Actually, it was almost double in size. It doubled in size overnight. And so as it gets bigger, it puts so much tension on the skin that when air passed by it, or if like I walked past um, a fan, it would burn. I had this little bump on my leg, no bigger than probably like a mole on your skin. And it felt like somebody was stabbing me in my leg. This little bump grew from a mosquito bite into like, it was bigger than a grape, a, a lychee. Have y'all ever seen a lychee before? I had a bump on my leg the size of a lychee. It almost looked like somebody cut a ping pong ball in half, painted it brown and stuck it to my leg. I was in so much pain for seven days. An entire week straight, I told myself, I don't have to go to the hospital about this. Like, it's just gonna pop on its own and I'm gonna be okay. I told myself, this pain is bearable. I can get through it. I just have to make some changes in my life. Ding, 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 ding. Remember that word, changes. I told myself that I can get through this. I'll be strong. I'll be okay. So seven days go by and I'm not doing okay. I'm not doing okay. Seven days go by and I'm walking different. I can't put on I can't put on long pants anymore. I can't wear um, closed toe shoes anymore because I had to change the way I held I held my feet when I walked so it didn't hurt. I changed almost every aspect of my life to not offend my newfound friend. I couldn't take showers the same way I used to because if the hot water touched it, if it touched my new friend, you know, it would hurt too bad. The pain was so bad if, listen, I'm a big boy, you feel me? My thighs touch. I ain't got no thigh gap. But when my thighs were rubbed together, like, it felt like somebody stabbed a hot iron in my leg. I was in so much pain for seven days. That eighth day, I told myself, I have to go to the hospital. I have to see, I have to see somebody about this. I can't do this no more. So I went to urgent care. Um, I sat in a waiting room. I had to sit down weird. I had to sit on my left butt cheek because I, I couldn't put any type of pressure on my leg because if the blood would <laughs> pool next to that area, I would feel that bump throb. I would feel that abscess pulsating with every heartbeat, right? So here we go. The doctor takes me in the back and she says, what's wrong? I said, I think I have an abscess and she says okay let me see 
So, you know, I'm at the doctor, you feel me? So I had to take off my pants. <laughs> so I had to take off my pants. Um, the doctor walks out, take off my pants, take off my underwear. And the doctor says, she, well, the doctor comes back in the room and she says, let me see. And so I showed her and she said, okay, I'm going to call um, the hospital and I'm going to let them get a room for you. And I said, wait, I was like, you can't like just... Um, you can't treat me here? She says, no. At an urgent care, we, will, we don't have enough pain medication for you. And I said, excuse me? She said, that abscess is so big that if we tried to treat you here, we wouldn't have enough pain medication. We don't have the right type of pain medication for you. And I was like, what the hell? What the hell is on my leg? So in this moment, I'm like, oh my God, I gotta go to the hospital. I'm tired, I'm in pain. I don't wanna drive to the hospital. So I drive to the hospital, they see me. And the nurse who's checking my vitals, he does my blood pressure and he says, oh, your blood pressure's a little bit high. Are you in pain? And I said, yeah, I'm in pain. I have uh, an abscess on my leg. He's like, oh, that's so gross. And I was like, I know, fuck right, yeah. Then he checks my temperature. He says, did you know you have a fever? I said, I don't have no damn fever. I said, well, I just came from outside, so check my temperature again. It might, it might just be, you know, I just came from outside. Check my temperature again, 103. I'm burning up. And I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, it's doing perfectly fine. No issues. Like, nothing weird is going on with me. I don't feel any different. I have a fever. My blood pressure's high. I have an abscess on my leg the size of a lychee berry. And I'm just pretending like everything's okay. So I get in the back room. The doctor says, let me see it. He says, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You should have came in early because this, it looks pretty bad. When the doctor says it look bad. <laughs> when the doctor say it look bad. When let me tell you, my heart dropped to my ass instantly. I was like. Well, what the hell is going on with me? I'm like, damn, they about to come back in here and tell me I got need, I need an oil change? God damn, they gonna be like, you need some more transfer, some more damn transmission fluid, Jordan. I got scared. I'm like, damn, shit, do I need an engine replacement? What's going on? So, the doctor gets the, um, the medicine. He puts me on the table. Ba ba ba, bing bing bing. He's trigger warning, y'all. He slices open the um. He slices open the abscess and all the pus and all the blood comes shooting out. And all of it came out. And then the last thing the doctor did, he says, hey, you might feel a little pain, but I have to make sure everything's out. So I'm gonna push on it and it might hurt a little bit. Cool, not a problem. He takes his two thumbs, puts it on my leg, pushes the most intense pain I have ever felt in my life for about one second. Like when he touched it, I felt like I went into the avatar state. I feel, I, <laughs> I felt like I got sent to another fucking universe. That shit hurt so goddamn bad for one second. After everything was done, he cleaned me up, took all the blood away, all the pus away. I stood up and walked to the bathroom no pain but you know what was really special about that moment I got up out of I got up out of the hospital bed blood on my hospital gown walking around absolutely no pain 
Here's the kicker. Even though it took me five seconds to get over seven days of pain, do you know that I still walked just like the pain was still there? Did you know when I went into the bathroom, I made sure that my thighs didn't touch the entire time that I walked? Even though I had no pain in my body, even though I was perfectly fine, I still held space for a problem that did not affect me anymore. Do you know it took me three more days to learn how to walk normal again? Do you know it took me about two weeks to relearn how to sit down in my proper way that I sit? I want you to realize this. When you go through a traumatic experience, your mind builds barriers. Your mind builds defense mechanisms to protect you. To protect you from pain, disappointment, hurt. And if those defense mechanisms are effective, your mind tells you, we don't need to get rid of that. Let's keep, let's keep utilizing those defense mechanisms in our daily life. So what I'm saying to you is the problems that you had two years ago, yesterday, a month ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, let them go. Release them. That pain that you once had, you do not feel it anymore. It is no longer yours. That pain has been forfeited. That pain has been given back to wherever it came from. So as I stood up in the hospital room, my body told me I was okay. My leg said I'm okay. The doctor cleaned me up, sewed my leg back up, put alcohol on it, gave me my antibiotics, and said, you are okay. Everybody knew I was okay. When I told the story to my friends, they knew I was okay. The only person who did not know that I was okay was me. Even though firsthand, I saw the pain go away. I felt the pain. And I felt the difference of before and after the pain. I couldn't fathom not being in pain anymore. I still held space for problems that didn't affect me. So what I'm asking of you right now, assess your life, take inventory of what's bothering you or what has hurt you and let go. Don't hold on to the things of the past. Don't hold on to the things of the past. I think that's it. The last thing I want to say to y'all is that confidence is key. Confidence is key. I want you to be strong in heart and in your wise mind at all times of the day. Well, I thank you for joining me for another peaceful moment. 2022, I was sub a subject of chaos. I allowed chaos to rule my life. And this year, I want it back. So if you're ready to go on this journey with me, I want you to say so. And go to my Instagram page or my TikTok page. And I want you to say, I want it back. Everything I forfeited last year, every problem that I refused to solve, every heartache and every pain, every day, every sleepless night, I want it back. So go to my TikTok and say, I want it back. 
with all that being said i love you so much thank you so much for supporting me oh my goodness all the months i didn't post the episode there was people listening every single day i want you to know that jordan xavier brown loves you and wishes the best for all of you i was about to say with the power vested in me but anybody under my jurisdiction i wish peace and blessings unto you everybody under the sound of my voice i pray that nothing nothing not even yourself shall block what you have set in place and what is written for you is written in stone and cannot be changed so the next time we convene y'all peace and blessings